0: Hello and welcome to the Amaze podcast, where we talk to businesses large and small, experts in subjects across the spectrum of business, entrepreneurialism, tech, innovation, investment and finance. I'm Jake Shaw, your host. If you'd like to learn more about Amaze, please go to www.amaze.com. Hello, I'm now joined by Carla Watkins, who's a branding and photography specialist. Good afternoon, Carla, how are you? Hi, Jake, I'm good. Carla, could you tell me a bit about yourself and tell me your particular story that brought you to becoming a branding and photography specialist
1: I've always love photography i've always had a camera in my hand um but i have always been that person that, that tries to take pictures um, of everything around me um even down to taking a film camera to alton towers i've also always loved small businesses so right from the point where i left university i knew that i wanted to work for myself i started up various businesses closed various businesses alongside working full-time and then in 2018 i went full-time with my photography business i am what is excitingly known as a multipod so i thrive on multiple things um so as well as the photography I also do business mentoring, fine art photography and I also have a chocolate company Um, and I run a stationary subscription box. So there's lots of things going on but my primary thing is definitely um, photography and obviously in these slightly weird times that we live in it's nice to have different different incomes, multiple multiple streams of income is definitely a, a helpful thing to have. And I suppose the thing that draws me to self-employment is the freedom and the flexibility. And even again, even with all of this that's been going on, it's been lovely to have that responsibility for my own possibilities. It's, it's nice that I'm not beholden to anybody. I'm not being bossed about by anybody. It is down to me whether this works or not. And I find that quite liberating.
0: If you're self-employed and running your own business, at least you are the master of your own ship. You can you know, you sink, and, sink or swim on your own uh, initiatives rather than on anybody else's.
1: Absolutely. And actually, interesting that you say that. Um, when I was 22, I was actually made redundant from a newspaper. Um, it was a freelance contract, but it was um, one week I had a job and two weeks later I did not have a job. And I do think that's been a driving force as well of of being able to create your own security and stability rather than relying on a job. Even though actually, certainly for my generation, it's been drummed into us that a job is the way to keep stability I don't believe that that's always the case now.
0: I was uh, interviewing a chip shop owner it was it was amazing he's got 30 employees of of which he's had to furlough most of them they're now bringing them back and it suddenly struck me that's 30 rents or 30 mortgages Mm. that his business activity is paying for and you know he's he's passionate about his business but also passionate about his staff and looking after them and things like that and, it, and it, you know in some ways it's, it's such a fantastic adventure running a business isn't it? <laughs>
1: It is. I mean, I'm I'm still very much a, a one woman band. And I, I love that. I'd, I would love to be able to take on people in the future. But I think there is a, a level of responsibility there that, as you say, you, you become responsible for these other people's uh, livelihoods as well as your own. And again, I think that's amazing. But it's it's also another, I suppose it's another level of responsibility, isn't
0: it? You've got this business with photography and branding, but also chocolate. Uh, and there was one more, wasn't there? I yes, one? stationary. Stationary. there you go. Which one of those businesses and activities has been most affected by this and which ones do you think are going to be the most successful going forward?
1: So it's taken me a while to get to um, this quartet of businesses, as I'm sure most entrepreneurs will be um, familiar with. Business is a very iterative process. I don't think anyone actually ever ends up with the business they set out to start or at least none of none of my clients and colleagues um, gone that way. I would say that um, all of them have been hit reasonably hard, um, but the photography definitely the most by COVID, because of course I go out, I'm a people photographer, I do photograph products, I do photograph, um, you know, buildings and things, but primarily I photograph businesses um, to make them look better online, and entrepreneurs and, and, you know, people in business. And I haven't been allowed to get anywhere near people for the last three months and that's been really tough so that has been a big hit however on the flip side i can see that what i do with that specialism and again it's more than just a photo shoot it is um you know diving into your brand and your message and finding out what, what you're saying to the world and what you're offering which i think again after covid is even more important because everybody has pivoted a little bit everybody is you know a little bit brave new world but you know we've got to try and work out what it is we can offer Whether you are making brownies or whether you are a plumber or whether you are, you know, a hairdresser, we've all got the same things to offer, but we might have to do it in a slightly different way. So I can see hopefully there is a boom for the brand photography and the brand mentoring um, coming up because looking good online and and having an amazing online presence is really, really important. However, (laughs) at the moment, no one will book back in until after the hairdressers open because nobody wants their brand photos and their marketing photos to look they don't want them to commemorate lockdown squidge and lockdown hair, which I can totally understand. Um, <laughs> my hair's usually bright pink and purple and blue and my hair currently is not not colourful at all. So I can understand that. Um, and in terms of my other businesses, um, actually, uh, Ink Drops, which is the stationary subscription business, so we have um, a kind of stationery boutique online, and then we have a monthly and quarterly subscription box. And that, most unexpectedly, has actually had a massive uptick in sales, um, which I can only assume is because people are looking for things to do at home. They're working from home and they want pretty stationery at home. Um, I would say pre- previously, uh, most of our clients were, um, our customers were, hardcore stationary geeks or they were um people who were gifting and we've now suddenly got a lot more people ordering for themselves sending us little notes saying oh i'm so pleased this makes working from home so much nicer um it's actually been lovely and a lot of people also ordering cards so we have a card subscription as well and people ordering cards to send to people who are isolated or you know grandparents they can't see um and that's something we didn't anticipate at all. Um, but it's been a really lovely so I run that one with somebody else. And that's actually been a great thing to see during COVID because everything else has been mm-hmm. so tough. Um, the chocolate is a very new business um, and we have been delayed but not put off by COVID. So, for example, our mould manufacturers um, were... Uh, redeployed making PPE so we've had to wait until they've been able to make those Um, but we've hit the okay on that now so we will be launching uh, over the summer I think.
0: It's interesting forget who said it but uh, it statistically in recessions and downturns and what have you things like chocolates do exceptionally well compared to motor vehicles and white goods like uh, washing machines and stuff like that so Maybe that's the one that will work.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. We actually said we had we had a meeting um, quite early on into lockdown to sort of go, oh, none of us, also our unit, although it's lovely, our, our factory, our, our manufacturing unit is lovely, but it's reasonably small. So social distancing um, wasn't really possible at the time. It is now because um, two of the boys that work there are bubbled up so that's okay Um uh, then two of my uncles but um we had to, we had this meeting and we were like shit what are we gonna do like this isn't gonna work and then we realized that um the same day I think I was then in an evening trying to order something from Cadbury's and I was in a queue of something ridiculous like 73,000 people on the Cadbury's website and we were like maybe we're onto something maybe chocolate is what people want.
0: With the lockdown and you know, the government obviously doing it's doing its best to help us through this. One of the things they set up was uh, various uh, assistance schemes for businesses, so like local councils giving grants, the business bounce-back loan, and also the CBILS loan system. Have you taken advantage of any of these offers?
1: Yes. So I, unfortunately, because I went full-time in 2018, um, and I had a full-time job up until uh, August 2018... Uh, I'm not eligible for the 80%, um, I can't remember what the name of that is, but that bit of support, the yeah. self-employed, the bit of your profit, because I didn't make enough from my yeah. business as compared to what I made from my job, which is fair enough. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people have fallen through that gap um, or are t- have, you know, have started too recently to be above that threshold. So I couldn't get that. But I do have a small studio, which I keep for headshots, for boudoir shots, and for um, product photography. And um, because of that, so that one I claim rate relief on it's a little space um up about 15 minutes from home um in a building with 34 other artists and um so I was a- um, eligible for the SBBR um grant which to be honest with you is the reason my business hasn't gone under because I'm still very early stage um, I'm experienced in business I'm experienced in photography but the the timing that I chose to launch my business means that it is still early stage um and COVID I think would have knocked it over um, all my savings had already been plowed into the business um And not being eligible for the um, other stuff. And the same with the bounce back loan. My accounts don't reflect enough turnover to be um, eligible for that, which is fine. That's I think that's completely normal for an early stage business. If they based it on 1920 accounts, I would have been all right. But 1819 was the very first few months I was in business. So, um, yeah, but I mean, I've been really, really very grateful for that grant because that that has enabled me to stay in business and to continue to help people who have also been hit Um, you know some of my previous clients have had no access at all so I've been able to try and help them do some mentoring sessions and support Um, so yeah on the whole I've been very lucky and very grateful. That's
0: great news and uh, let's move on to your bank has your bank been any help really?
1: Am I allowed to say not at all? No, so, um, no, I haven't actually, um, I haven't asked the bank for anything specific, um, because I had the grant. So I've been able to to cope with my usual outgoings. And that's been fine. Um, But they also haven't, I mean, I've had emails saying, you know, if you're affected by Coronavirus, this is the stuff that we're doing. Um, But there's not been any, even with my business bank account, there's not been any proactive, um, you know, calling or... Here is what you can apply for, or hey, we're we're refunding this. On the on the other hand, the one of the payment processors I use um, have refunded all fees for March and April, which has been really nice. Just because it's a little help, it's a small help, but it is a help. So, um, so yeah, so but my bank really not so much.
0: If that doesn't come as much of a surprise. It's a message I'm getting from almost every interview that I'm doing they're very good at doing we're here for you emails you know you you've received some help which is a good thing you said you've been helping people with mentoring so how are you doing that business and how people are paying you
1: so during coronavirus I've had quite a few people reach out to me um, because their businesses have been uh, decimated and I've also i guess not that surprisingly but i was surprised by it had quite a few people say to me mm, i might be made redundant after furlough mm, i'm not sure how solid my job is could we have a chat about how to start up a business you know what, what are your rates for so i've been supporting people in kind of their starting ideas as well and um generally what happens is we have a, a zoom call again that would always have been the case but the the bulk of it would have been done in person so we have a a, a zoom call for me to work out whether i can help them what they're looking for Um, and I, um, then have a, um, now a fully online payment and contract system, um, so that all payment is contactless. There's no cash changes, hands, there's no faffing, um, and they can sign. So there's no papers in the post either. They can sign their contracts online as well. And, um, and that's all come in. I mean, it was something I was kind of trying to move to, but it's made it much easier to get other people on board with, um, since COVID because nobody really wants to touch bits of paper in the post anymore. Um, And yeah, and then we so once they've paid, then we have um, a we have our session. And then if they want to book further sessions, they can. Some people um, have uh, multiple sessions over a period of time and some people just need that kind of one, you know, being able to get all their ideas out and get a bit of guidance into where to take themselves next and what what to look at next. Um, It's been a lovely something I've always offered alongside my business, something that goes with the photography sessions, actually. Um, But it's been lovely to be able to offer it on its own, um, particularly while I can't get out with my camera. And, um, and the payment has just been really lovely to, to have some payment coming into my account while I can't go and work as I normally would. Um, but it's all been it's been actually very smooth and very easy. Um and I've found that people I would say one of the changes that I've noticed is that people are much, much comfier with paying online for things where they used to not be. So when I very first started, my very first business was um a jewellery business, and I used to go to various markets, farmers' markets and craft markets, and I had, I don't know if you remember, there used to be um payment processes that you could plug into your phone and you had a pin pad with no screen and you would have to put your pin number into it, and unsurprisingly, nobody enjoyed that. Ten years ago, that was not a thing Thing people are willing to do and I'm finding now if you send someone a secure link they are happy to pay which is really helpful for, for small businesses.
0: Post-covid what do you think the post-covid <laughs> landscape is going to be not specifically but you can talk about it but not specifically on the photography or the mentoring or the chocolate but what do you what do you see ahead of us uh, are we in for a uh, disastrous future or do you think it's going to be different?
1: i'm actually cautiously optimistic um i think it has changed the landscape of small business i think with i mean my clients are incredibly varied and i i see big changes from all of them everybody is making huge changes both in how they work but also sometimes in what they offer but i think there is a shift towards wanting to support smaller local businesses which i think is wonderful um, I'm seeing some of the um, some of the trades and some of the people who didn't think they needed a website are suddenly looking at having an online presence. Um, again, because the world has been forced into home working and online communicating by COVID, and I think that that's it's not the way I would have chosen for people to to change their businesses, but I, I think that a lot of people are starting to move into this new way of working. Um, probably much more quickly and maybe bit more smoothly than if we'd done it over time um in terms of small business generally i think it is it is a terrifying time like it is but i wouldn't say disastrous i think now we're on the other side of it i mean if you'd asked me this six weeks ago i might have had a different different answer but i can see attitudes shifting i can see i've had people contact me and say do you know what i you know i'd really like to support local businesses do you have um do you have a list of local businesses that do i don't know fruit and veg deliveries or whatever i think people are really suddenly aware of the, um, the The tenuousness of of being a small business, and they want to support that where they can, and I think the other thing for small businesses to remember is there are quite a lot of people whose income has not been affected by covid, so a lot of us, particularly in the service industry, I know that it's been decimated it, the rug's been pulled from under our feet, and the landscape's changed, but a lot of people are still earning the same money as they were working from home. A lot of people are still going to work, so there are people are still out there spending um it might just be about shifting your customer base a little bit or shifting what you offer so you can serve a different customer base um whether that's temporarily or whether that's a permanent change i wouldn't like to say yet i think i think it's still everything still hangs in the balance but i, I think there is a, a positive future out there for us
0: so if i take your four uh businesses mm-hmm. um if people want to eat chocolate uh, what's that one called
1: that's tempered spelt t-e-m-p-r-d just to be fun and useful <laughs>
0: Um, so that, so if I need a, a quick treat, a nice treat to send someone, I, I can do that Absolutely. with you. Um, if I need some stationery, that's a that's a subscription-based stationery company I take. It, it
1: is, and we also have a boutique where you can buy one-off boxes and build your own box.
0: Okay, and that one is called? That's Ink
1: Drops, so you can find us at inkdrops.co.uk.
0: And finally, the uh, photography and the mentoring.
1: So photography and mentoring you can find at carlawatkins.com. Um, just my name.com. So, yeah, Carla and it's all on there.
0: Carla Watkins, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more podcasts like this, please go to www.amaze.com and don't forget to like and share this podcast.